Don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. The word poltergeist is German and loosely translates to noisy ghost. Most often, poltergeist cases involve a child going through puberty, usually a female. This is because of the range of emotions taking place that come from the natural changes as a girl transitions into a woman. This is not always the case though. Sometimes it could be a young boy in the same stage of his life. Other times it can be caused from a person that has been through some type of severe trauma. In all of these cases, they have one thing in common. Someone in the house that is dealing with more mental anguish and emotion than they can handle. This energy then manifests into paranormal activity. Such is the case with the Amherst Poltergeist. The Amherst Poltergeist, which manifested between 1878 and 1879, is one of the most famous cases of all those hauntings that revolve around a single individual. In this instance, the victim was 19-year-old Esther Cox, who lived with her two older sisters and a brother-in-law in a quaint two-story house in Nova Scotia. The hauntings began in August of 1878 shortly after Esther was almost raped by a local boy by the name of Bob McNeil. As has been noted, emotional turmoil often awakens nearby ghosts and this may have been the case in the Amherst attacks, which affected Esther alone. First, she sensed the ghost's presence as a light touch on her leg as she tried to sleep. The next night, however, she awoke screaming as her face and body swelled dramatically. Her cries for help attracted her family, who watched in horror as Esther's eyes nearly erupted from her head. As the girl writhed in agony, the family suddenly heard a loud thunderclap, after which Esther's body returned to normal. Four days later, the ghost returned again, this time pulling the sheets from the bed that Esther shared with her sister Jenny. Esther's brother-in-law, Daniel, could do nothing to stop the spirit and called in a local physician named Dr. Kurit. While the doctor was present, the poltergeist knocked and scratched on the walls and then slowly carved a message on the bedroom wall. The chilling note read, Esther Cox, you are mine to kill. The poltergeist then spent the bulk of the night shaking the walls and ceiling so violently that plaster fell onto the horrified witnesses. The day after the horrible message appeared, Esther and Dr. Kurit were in the basement where the family stored firewood and piles of potatoes. That's when the spirit attacked again. 
Both Esther and Dr. Curry were caught in a storm of potatoes and wood and were forced to flee. Soon after, Esther was stricken with diphtheria, but while she was bedridden, the ghost disappeared. When she was well enough to leave her bed, she was sent to live with another sister in New Brunswick, and her torment seemingly ended. Unfortunately, as soon as Esther returned to Amherst, so did the poltergeist. Esther was frequently slapped, pricked, and scratched by the ghost, and on one occasion was stabbed in the back with a clasped knife. During this new round of hauntings, the spirit began whispering to Esther and identified itself as Bob. On one occasion, it threatened to set the house on fire. The moment Esther heard this, lighted matches began falling from the air and onto her bed. This hail of matches lasted a full ten minutes. Over the next few days, dresses, curtains, and sheets spontaneously caught on fire. Daniel was forced to ask Esther to leave the house before the spirit burned his home to the ground. Throughout the following months, Esther was passed around between family friends, some of whom reported strange ghostly activity within their homes while Esther was present. Eventually, though, it seemed as if Bob had left Esther's side and she was allowed to return to the family home. Yet again, the poltergeist reappeared. At this point, a quirky stage magician by the name of Walter Hubble approached the family and asked permission to study Esther's case. After he was pelted by paperweights, furniture, and other objects, he became convinced that he could showcase Esther's personal poltergeist for profit. Daniel agreed and performance was arranged at the house. Bob proved reluctant to appear and the customers demanded their money back at which point a frustrated and angry Daniel banished Esther and Hubble from his home forever. Esther wandered for some time, but was still plagued by the poltergeist wherever she went. Esther returned to Amherst once more. She worked for a man by the name of Arthur Davidson, but after his barn burned down, he accused her of arson, and she was convicted and sentenced to four months in prison, although she was released after only one month. Eventually, however, Esther escaped Bob's influence and lived out the remaining days in peace. In 1907, 30 years after the attacks, she confirmed the details of the hauntings to investigator Hereward Carrington, but claimed that the ghost had not reappeared after her short stint in prison. Esther Cox subsequently married twice, having a son by each of her husbands. She moved to Brockton, Massachusetts with her second husband and died on the 8th of November, 1912, at the age of 52. Today, the Cox House no longer stands, having been replaced by a tire store long ago. No ghostly activity has been reported at the site ever since Esther permanently left the house.
Daddy and the whole family